Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern, we got a lot to get into here today on the program. Obviously, last night was the WWE Clash of Champions pay-per-view. If you're a big fan of WWE pay-per-views, boy, has this been the month for you. We had SummerSlam, then we had Payback, then we had a few-week build. Clash of Champions was last night, and then, of course, this coming Sunday night, next Sunday, is the NXT TakeOver show. So, that's a lot of shows. Of course, we got Raw tonight, which is the fallout to Clash of Champions. And we're going to give you an opportunity today to give us your thoughts on the show. It was a night of ups and downs, as Roddy Piper used to say. They went up, and they went down. We had Sami Zayn defeating Jeff Hardy and AJ Styles, the triple threat ladder match for the Intercontinental title. 26 minutes. The match was great. People were calling it the best WWE match of the pandemic era. Not only was there a bunch of great spots, but it was also a very creative finish as Sami Zayn managed to handcuff both guys to ladders. Jeff Hardy by his earlobe piercing and then climb up and grab the belt. Asuka beat Zelina Vega. No surprise there. Bobby Lashley defeated Apollo Crews. Both of these raw matches, basically. We had the Street Profits beating Andrade and Angel Garza in another one of those finishes where somebody got hurt. Angel Garza injured his leg. He was outside the ring. The two men in the ring were not injured, but WWE was determined to go home immediately, and so they did a spot. The ref counted three. Andrade kicked out. The ref said it was a three anyway. A total disaster. Hopefully, and we're waiting on word, Angel Garza is going to be all right. He will be all right. We just don't know the severity of his leg injury. Asuka beat Bailey via DQ. And we'll talk about the two main events when we come back from the break. Lots to get into today, back in a moment, Observer Live. season that's a little in the middle it's sort of the best of two seasons it's no longer a sweaty summer but the winter chill is still around the corner 
And that's the perfect time to feed and seed your lawn with Scott's Turf Builder. Even better than spring. Because the soil is still warm, but the air is getting cool. So your lawn gets the most nutrients in the best combination of temperatures. Feed and seed now with Scott's Turf Builder. And build the best lawn for every season. Scott's, it's good out here. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student Loan Advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free 5-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. Cleanings, checkups, and cavities? Have Dr. Chang's dental practice at capacity. Patient in room one is getting a root canal. The x-rays in room two are going to have to wait. We're down to one hygienist. It's time to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. So, yes, going through the rest of that show last night, Drew McIntyre beat Randy Orton in the ambulance match. We could talk about this in depth later. Just know that Drew won. And Roman Reigns destroyed Jey Uso when Jimmy Uso came down and threw in the towel after a completely one-sided 22-minute and 25-second beating by Roman Reigns, designed to get heat on him, and it sure did, and they closed the show with it, so they were not putting smiles on faces last night, everybody. So the Drew McIntyre-Randy Orton match, I-, I guess we'll find out tonight, because you know, trying to, trying to predict anything based on what they booked is a waste of time, because, I mean, 
oftentimes what you think is going to happen because it was what makes sense they don't do because the guy in charge can't make sense of anything. But it seemed like it was a build towards a Hell in a Cell match because it was Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton. Randy Orton was first attacked by The Big Show. Then he was attacked by Christian. Then he was attacked by Shawn Michaels. And finally, after Drew McIntyre beat him, Ric Flair drove the ambulance away. So, the story obviously is that, you know, Randy Orton got his for all of the people that he laid out. They got their revenge. And probably this leads to Randy Orton complaining and getting a Hell in a Cell match booked for, well, the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. What a coincidence. That's the pay-per-view that's coming up in October. Obviously, if you... I mean, if... If you told somebody what happened, I mean, it's preposterous. It's like Randy Orton is fighting against four different guys. He overcomes the odds three times, and he finally is felled, and basically he got screwed, okay? It's ridiculous. I mean, there's there's 50 ways to tell this story without making Randy Orton come off as a baby face. But that's the way that they chose to do it, so I'm sure that's leading. I shouldn't say I'm sure. In any other promotion anywhere on the planet, this would be leading to a Hell in a Cell match. We'll see what WWE ends up doing. As noted, there were highs, there were lows. I didn't think it was a bad pay-per-view. I thought it was fine. Any thoughts, Mike? Well, let me uh, put this theory on you about Randy Orton. Do you believe that a theory? This I got a theory. Hear. Yes, not an Austin theory, thankfully, but a a theory as to why maybe they decided to do this. Because I think I'm in your camp in that knowing WWE, this is all to set up. Randy complaining, he gave him a lot of outs, but it also gave the people at home a lot of fulfillment if they like seeing the bad guy get his comeuppance from all these good people that he has screwed over in the in the last couple of months, or at least all the people that he's kicked in the head over the last couple of months. But do you think this could be because they just want to go ahead and put a bow on Orton for he and Drew McIntyre now because he is going to be getting traded or Drew may be getting traded come the 9th and the 12th when they do the draft, considering that Hell in the Cell is November 1st, so you still got a, a pretty long way to get to it. Uh, so do you think that's possible? I mean, anything's possible. Do I think that they have any plans for the draft right now? No. Do I think that if they have any plans for the draft, they're actually going to stick to those plans until they do the draft? No. So I think that this was just something they did to set up another match. But I guess we shall see. Yes, there is a draft. It is official. Which is completely insane. I just because if anybody out there that didn't see the match, that was a if there was a blow off, that was it. But it wasn't a blow off. Because Randy Orton was screwed by three different guys. But but Brian in a in a different Before realm, a Hell in a Cell paper. In a realm that actually makes sense. The the bad guy getting it from all angles of everybody he screwed and then gets, you know, sent off. I to me, that was a blow off. I mean, I understand in the in the world of WWE that it's not and, and why somebody would say that no, they're doing this to set up this, but it's like that was the period at the end of the sentence as far as I, I can't believe I'd be the only one that didn't look at that and go, you know, that feels like that should be the end of this story, even though it probably won't be. Well, the problem with you trying to think about this in a logical way, Mike, is the entire pay-per-view was one match after another that took place after the feud had been blown off. You're telling me that Bobby Lashley and Apollo Crews hasn't been blown off? Apollo Crews has been beaten 5,000 times by these guys. 
They did an Asuka-Zelina Vega match. Asuka won clean in seven minutes. They're building to another match. I mean, is there more of a blow-off than beating someone clean via submission in seven minutes? And they're doing another pay-per-view off that one. I mean, the Street Profits, they beat Angel and Andrade, and they broke up. It's not much more of a blow-off than that. And they had another match here on the pay-per-view, which, by the way, they were scheduled to win. So the storyline was the Street Profits beat Angel and Andrade 50 times. Angel and Andrade broke up. Then Angel and Andrade got back together, became number one contenders, all so they could lose again. And, of course, we had the... Uh, the Oscar Bailey match, but that was that was beyond their, uh, that, and that's another one. It's like, okay, so Nikki Cross was removed from the show. Maybe she has COVID. Maybe she doesn't. You are removed from the show whether you have it or whether you in contact with somebody who had. It. And by the way, if if Mike comes in contact with somebody that has COVID, but he doesn't have it, okay, he tests negative. If this were WWE, Mike would still be off this program for two weeks, even though he had a clean test. It's a it's two weeks off if you come in contact with somebody that has COVID in WWE. So whether she has it or not, she was off the show, and so they had and we and they knew this on Friday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They had three days to come up with a plan. With Nikki Cross off the show. Well, the plan they came up with was they had Oscar wrestle twice. They wrestled for three minutes, and Bailey hit her with a chair for the disqualification. That's what they came up with. I don't think they were trying. I think they were. That was the best they could come up with. Mm-mm. If you want to text us here today, everybody, we're going to do text messages for now. And we will do the phone calls in the final segment. Text message 425-780-7566. I would like to announce here today that we have a new member of the prestigious F4W Empire. Denise Salcedo is coming aboard. Who is Denise Salcedo? What is she going to be doing? Well, you're going to find out all of the details on this program tomorrow when she is here live and in Beautiful HD here on Wrestling Observer Live. Mike didn't even know that. But you know, know it that. now, Mike. I so do. you better be on your game tomorrow. Who knows? She may replace you. I wouldn't be surprised by that. Probably would be a big upgrade, actually. No comment. Now, as noted, the draft. We've got Friday, October 9th will be the draft kickoff. So SmackDown gets the kickoff this year. And the draft will be followed up on October 12th on Raw. Now, why, you may ask, are they doing a draft the first week or two of October, but they randomly drafted Mandy Rose like a week ago? Well, I don't know. But that's what they did. So everything will be shuffled up again coming up in early October. Who knows? Maybe Mike's right. Maybe Drew's going to the other show or Randy. I doubt it. But I guess we're going to find out on October 9th, and on October 12th. You say they can't figure out things and, and stick to them in a week, which they can't. So, you know, who knows what could happen by the time. Maybe Owens they'll draft there. T-Bar and Mace. And what, yeah, what what happens if uh, Retribution gets broken up? They start ending up on different brands. When is that part of their contract? Is that written into the, the, the small wording that they have there? There's a, 
a subsection that says that is part of their new contract, if there's a draft, they can't be drafted? Listen, all I know is if they do a draft and in storyline, SmackDown drafts the group that is determined to destroy World Wrestling Entertainment, I mean, I don't put anything past anybody because, I mean, in storyline, they signed them to contracts in the first place, but that would be a very, very, very stupid move in storyline. Should note, by the way, Rob Van Dam and Katie Forbes confirmed no longer with Impact Wrestling. Their latest agreement had run out, and that's it. Looks like they're gone. So I guess we'll see where the 49-year-old Rob Van Dam ends up. But he is no longer at this point with Impact Wrestling. RIP ring entrances. By the way, if you want to give us a call, next segment, not now, but you can text us, 425-780-7566. You can also send your emails to brian at wrestlingobserver.com. I want to know what you guys thought of this Clash of the Champions pay-per-view. There's a lot of stuff going on in WWE, and we'll talk more about it when we come back from the break. Let's do a couple of these before we head there, by the way. This person says, Yesterday on Brian and Vinny, you mentioned Roman Reigns beating on Jey Uso was drawn out. I disagree. It was perfectly timed. It was uncomfortable, but that was the intention. What'd you think? I guess you're over there now today because that camera's all messed up. Let us know after the break. Observer Live. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right. A monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, 
Call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Look at this, bro. Mandy Rose was traded. Do you even listen? Yes, I know exactly the storyline with Mandy Rose. And no, she was not traded, you dork. Because no one came to SmackDown in her place. That's a trade. Uh, the story is that Miz... Went to the heads of USA on Fox. And because he's a big star, he convinced them to move her over to Raw. Who waited more, by the way, she hasn't even debuted yet. So, my point is, if they were going to move Mandy Rose to Raw, why not just wait for the draft if it's coming in early October? Why do some wacky storyline? Which, by the way, makes no sense. This is a story that they made up, at a rule they made up out of nowhere. Miz has a power to randomly send people to the other show. Dude, he should be sending 50 people. Everyone who beats him up, he should be sending to the other show. But no, it's only Mandy Rose. And no, she's not even debuting yet. So my point is, why bother? Why not just wait until the draft? Oh, probably because they don't think that far ahead. Who do you think's got more power? Because Roman Reigns is talking about his power. He tried to flex it on, or he did flex it on Charles Robinson last night. Who's got more power on SmackDown, the Tribal Chief or the USA Ratings Whore? Well, dude, it appears Miz, based on the storyline they made up for the first time ever. Well, does he have the power, or just did he have a, a favor that he could call in? Big difference there. You know, you use that one to get Mandy out of there on Otis. Not a good decision right there. If that was the, the one thing that he had that he could lean on the USA executives for. Now he's got nothing. And Roman's the tribal chief standing there with Paul Heyman and Alay. First says, I thought the ending of the ladder match was unique and interesting. It made sense and was the best ending to a ladder match in modern WWE history. The rest of the pay-per-view was okay. All right. I thought the ladder match was by far the highlight. I mentioned that last night on the Brian Venetia. Someone got mad. What do you mean it was downhill from the ladder match? Well, it was, in fact, downhill from maybe the best WWE match of the pandemic era your opinion you're entitled to that this one's not an opinion this is a this is a fact i'm afraid i am afraid i am afraid god bless Zelina vegan oscar it we did not go uphill from the ladder match to that match well we did not no we did not we did not no. thank you first says with the roster so thin that we're seeing the same matches every week on raw why is wwe continuing with the brand split well they're doing a draft my friend we're seeing the same matches, so we'll do a draft, 
and half the people will go to the other show and vice versa. And now we can have new matches that we can do 50 times over the course of the next eight months. And the roster is not thin. It's it's not thin. It's, it's not. They have too much roster. They have more roster than anybody at any point in the history of professional wrestling. That's a lot of roster. They have the roster. The creative is thin. This person says, do you think Retribution will get themselves over on Twitter? And if they do, how fast will Vince put them away? Well, this is what you got to realize, everybody. Do not call me a boomer. I'm just spouting facts right here. Those of you that live and die on social media are overestimating the value of social media to those people that are watching these shows on national television. Okay? That was a big to-do a couple of weeks ago because there was a match with Ivelisse and Thunder Rosa, and it got blown up way out of proportion. And I had people that were so angry that it was not addressed because it was, quote, all over social media. And seven days later, they had a tag match on AW. And you would think, you would think, that if the story was all over social media, that they were shooting or whatever the term was, that when they got put together in another match seven days later, there would be a great deal of interest in the match. But in fact, if you watched the match, it was crickets. The live crowd there was not interested one bit in Ivelisse and, and Thunder Rosa being in the ring together after their alleged to do in the ring the week prior because the fact of the matter is it was a big deal on social media but in the real world of the 1.45 viewers per home for AEW and the people that are watching on national television absolutely nobody cared okay so the point of this is what retribution is doing on twitter is a lot of fun and they're certainly way more over on twitter this past week than they were before they started doing this it is going to make absolutely zero, zilch, not a difference to this act on television. The 1.45 people who watch. <laughs> what does that 0.45 person look like? Was they're sitting there in the house Bro, next to the full person? On average, 1.45 human beings watch AEW. Okay? This is the highest of any professional wrestling show. More people watch AEW together, apparently as a family than any other wrestling promotion. And that .45 or whatever is probably not sitting there living and dying by what's going on on social media. They're watching it with their their husband or wife, brother, sister, whatever. Mother, they don't know father. what the hell's going on with Thunder Rose and Ivelisse. <laughs> uh. See how many people get angry about that. But Brian, social media! There's, there's four million people watching that, that segment on Raw last week. Yeah, they're all in India. We've talked about this a million times. It has zero to do with the viewers on the USA Network in America. Some social media farm in China. There's things playing over and over again. This person says, I absolutely hated the ambulance match. Putting aside it was an overbooked mess, how does WWE justify Randy getting a third title shot? Because he got screwed! He faced four men. Every time he was winning, a man came out and put him through a table 
or threw him across the catering table backstage or super kicked him off the top of an ambulance. And he still fought back valiantly every time. This man was screwed. Comeuppance, pal. That's what that is. Did he get really get screwed or is it comeuppance? If you do this type of treachery on people, Mike, sooner or later it's going to come back to get Mike, you. Mike, and in a rule, and you in a can match get with your no comeuppance by being screwed. That's what happened. It's in both. A match, in a match with no rules, he should have been be- better prepared for this. He he is the he is the viper. He should have known something could be around the corner, like Christian in catering, in the big show with a a gator on with no facial hair. He really needs to grow the uh, goatee back. I never really like uh, a clean-shaven big show. is very scary to me. This person says, It seems based on your review that you missed Roman stopping Robinson from calling the match, bullying him into the corner. It's a, dude, bro, it's not Roman's call whether the match ends. It's the referee's call. Roman bullied him. What will you do is you ring the bell and you run. That's, that is a preposterous storyline hook right there. That, Didn't oh, the referee was going to call the match. But the guy that was killing the other guy wouldn't allow it. Okay, bro, come on. That's ridiculous. I didn't miss it. It was ridiculous. Says, Brian, I was listening to Observer Radio from the past few years. You were never as down on WWE as you've been in these past three few months. Actually, that's not true. It's been the past year and a half. I understand maybe that's your gimmick to trash. It's not a gimmick. It's, it's This is objectively the worst it's ever been. However, what was wrong with the pay-per-view last night? Did you listen to my review? Well, in my review, I said that the pay-per-view was fine. There were ups and there were downs, and it involved probably the best match of the pandemic era. So I'm going to presume that you just don't actually listen and you just send me these text messages to complain. But, bro, WWE has been the worst it has ever been since the fall of 2018. The storylines are nonsensical. They don't make any sense. This is the worst. I've been watching this since 1988. I've rewatched much of it, by the way. I've rewatched Saturday Night's main events. I've rewatched the Attitude Era. I'm rewatching the Invasion. This is the worst it has ever been from 2018 till today. If you just started watching, or if you don't watch all the shows, you probably think it's fine, okay? But if you've actually been watching this promotion, this is the worst it has ever been. And in the middle of it being the worst it's ever been, we are doing record low numbers, and the decline of WWE is greater than the decline of television in general. Any more questions? Okay, boomer. Not a boomer. Actually, I'm not a boomer. I'm barely an Xer. I'm like right on the line to being a millennial. Yeah, what are we here? What is We're our generation here? X, okay. I'm an Xer by five years, but that's mm. it. My parents are barely boomers. Wait, really? Yeah. Kind of funny how the invading force, who have contracts allowing them to do anything they want anytime, just opted to chill and sit out to the all-important clash of champions. Well, that's a dual-branded show. They're Raw exclusives. So, mm. there you go. Last night's commentary kept getting Jay and Jimmy confused during the match. Even with it being only Jay out there with Roman. That was hilarious. Yes, it was. Although, <laughs> as Corey noted, when he screwed up, at least he saved it by saying, you know, that is Jay Uso's problem. Nobody can tell the Usos apart, <laughs> and he wants to change that. So, at least they saved it there. I'm going to open up the phone lines. I want that guy that called 
who thinks I'm doing a gimmick, <laughs> I want him to call, okay? Back in a moment, Observer Live. With so many new pet owners, Kezia's grooming can't keep up. Kezia's grooming? Sorry, we'll book solid through the weekend. I can give you a call back, though, if something opens up. It's time to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. And now today's rust-eating tip of the day, presented by Free All Deep Penetrating Oil. You're all set for a quick tire rotation until you have a rusted-on wheel. Coat those lug nuts in penetrating oil, let them sit for a few minutes, and you'll have them off in a cinch. Now give a generous spray into each mounting hole, place a 2x4 on the outer edge of the wheel, and smack the wood with a mallet, just enough to create some braking force and vibration. Repeat if necessary. And now a word from Free All. Stop wasting your time struggling to loosen rusted nuts and bolts. Start using Free All Deep Penetrating Oil. Free All spreads deep into rusted or frozen parts to help release tough bolts and washers. Its formula delivers three times more lubricant. That means less sprays, less torque, and less time than any other penetrating oil on the market. It's even silicone free. Professionals have trusted Free All Deep Penetrating Oil for over 40 years. Now it's your turn. Get Free All today at AutoZone, O'Reilly, and Nap. Look for the silver can. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. What do you want a da-da-da? What do you want a da-da-da? I have not a da what a da-da-da. We could switch to Progressa da-da. Oh, yeah? We could switch to Progressa and za. Mm-hmm. We could za and have to buy some za. Oh, yeah. Let's switch to Progressa da-da and get some za with the money we saw. Yeah. Now we know we're going to da-da-da. These days, nothing is normal and everything is weird. But you could still save big when you switch to Progressive. It might just be the most normal thing you da-da-da. Quote da at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. In the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. I'm Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. You know these dummies don't realize? What's that? I've never buried a promotion that didn't ultimately go into steep decline. <laughs> never! No, I, you know that you can go and read old issues of the Figure 4 newsletter, and you will not find me burying 
WWE in 97, 98, 99. Sure, there were things that were bad that I didn't like, but I wasn't burying it like it was a disaster. You know what I did bury? I buried World Championship Wrestling in 98, 99, 2000. You know what happened? They went out of business. Because I wasn't wrong, they sucked. I, I buried TNA from whatever, well, actually, I started burying TNA when they were doing weekly pay-per-views. And you know what happened? Nobody was buying the weekly pay-per-views, and they were like weeks away from going out of business. There never would have been a TNA, and Dixie Carter and her family jumped in, and they bought the promotion, and they paid for it for years. But I wasn't wrong about that. And then, you know, around 2000-whatever, when they were absolutely beyond atrocious, I buried them then, and you know what? They did not see growth. In fact, they declined and declined and declined. And I've been burying WWE since about 2018. I buried things here and there prior to that. But the real big burials started when this show went off a cliff in the fall of 2018. And you want to go back and look at the year-over-year declines from WWE starting in 2018? You want to go back and do that? You don't want to. You do not want to. Because you will be forced to say, you know what? Brian's not wrong here. These year-over-year declines of, like, the teenage audience and the under 50 audience i mean it is so far worse than the decline of television in general it's not even funny variety just have an, had an article the other day a big article where the whole article was about why aren't people watching wwe anymore how about that but i'm the guy i'm the guy that's such a bad guy apparently this show is awesome and i'm in the minority here and all those people that stopped watching WWE over the past couple of years, well, I don't know what the excuse for those people are. Now, if you were that fella, this is the phone number. So you can call and you can state your case here on the program. Because I want to hear from you, buddy. 844-913-2727. 844-913-2727. This call is free. Do you understand? I pay for the call. If you call, I pay for it. You call yeah. for free. So what are you waiting for, bro? You get to double up on giving Brian the pain. You can give him your opinion, and you can make him pay for it. That's right. Let's go to Houston. You're on the air. What's going on? Hey, this is Carlos from Houston, Texas. Yes, thank Carlos. An excellent name. My father's name. Ah, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> well, first of all, shout out to all the Twitch homies out there. Um, yesterday you had talked about how you had problems with the match order, specifically the main event with Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso. I honestly thought the match order was perfect. The family feud between Roman Reigns and Jey Uso was the most captivating story going into the pay-per-view, so of course it was going to be last. And, you know, after a fantastically told story in a match, I thought it was the most captivating story after the pay-per-view. So it doesn't make any sense for it to go before Drew McIntyre and, Rome, and uh, Randy Orton in the ambulance match. It makes sense for it to go on last. Well, this friend, Carlos is an intelligent fellow. He's an intelligent fellow, but I will say, Carlos, that that yes, I understand what you're saying, and if somebody believes that, then that's totally fine. But my my point in that text was, if you only had one world championship, and it was held by Roman Reigns, then win, lose, happy, sad, it goes on last. But in fact, we have two world championships. And in one of those matches, it was an ambulance match, which is a hardcore match. Anything goes. And it's going to end with the heel, as Mike noted, getting his comeuppance 
Also, I might add, getting screwed. And it's going to end with Ric Flair, the legend, who was put out of action by the dastardly heel, driving the ambulance and zooming off into the night, okay? Now, for a promotion that advertises, we like to put smiles on people's faces, that's a great ending to the pay-per-view. That's my whole point. I was fine with the Roman Reigns thing ending the show. I don't care. I merely point out that they like to talk about how they put smiles on people's faces. And often, often, not every time, but most of the time, if they have two title matches, then unless it's like one guy is a way bigger... Like if it's Roman Reigns is one champion and Jinder is the other champion, then Roman Reigns is going on last. But you got Drew McIntyre and and Roman Reigns. And the majority of the time, if one of the world championship matches is going to have a sad ending and one's going to have a happy ending, they put the happy ending on last. That's all I was saying. I don't care. I was fine with what went on last. I was merely pointing out it's not what they usually do. It's not WrestleMania. You know, it's just, and again, that actually lends a little bit more to your theory that they're going to go ahead and do this again at Hell in the Cell because it was not the main event. And there is going to be more to go with this, although... I agree with Carlos, who unfortunately is an Astros fan, but I agree with Carlos because, to me, Roman Reigns is the biggest star, and you're telling a story, and sometimes movies and sometimes, uh, you know, sporting events don't end with the fan favorite getting their hand raised. You know, it ends with the other guy doing it, and I think Roman Reigns, I is such, and we'll, again, I, I can't see him leaving SmackDown. I, I well, I don't know how this shuffle is going to work and how they're going to appease the networks right now with star power. But, you know, Roman Reigns to me is just, it's the biggest act in the company. It's the most important act. And it's solidifying that this man would kill his family to stand at the end of these shows as the champion and as the ruler of not only SmackDown, but the entire thing. So we'll see out what the reaction of Roman and Paul Heyman is on Friday too, and where they decide to go with him, because what do you do with Roman Reigns now? What's his next opponent? Who was he, you know, what's his next best piece of competition? They already played the family angle here with, with Jay and they did a good job with it. They did better. I think than what anybody could have thought they did when Jay ended up winning that scramble match or whatever it was. So that's out of the way. Now, what cool thing do you have for Roman Reigns that, you know, continues to solidify this guy is the bis- biggest and best thing that you got on TV. Honolulu, you're on the air. What is going on? All right. Hello, everybody. Hello, Twitch homies. Um, I, I got two questions, if you don't mind that. Uh, number one, do you think it's a good idea for uh, Cesaro to feud with Roman Reigns? And uh, number two... Uh, whoa, 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 buddy. Hold on a second. Hold on, buddy. Hold on. Cesaro and Roman Reigns. Yeah. In a different world, yes. If Can you explain a, why Cesaro should be game, feuding yes. with Roman Reigns right now? You got to do too much. Go to a face turn, ditch, ditch, ditch Shinsuke Nakamura, ditch whoever. Aren't you the Cesaro. guy? Didn't you text me yesterday about how Cesaro was underutilized and I went on for like 10 minutes about how he's utilized better than like three quarters of the roster? Uh, possibly, yeah. Okay. All right, what's your other question? Honolulu. Uh, where's Otis and his Money in the Bank contract that was wasted? We we don't have him. Where is he at? Well, I want to thank you very much for the call, Honolulu. That was not your finest work, my friend. Dude, 
Otis has the briefcase. We, we see it every single week on SmackDown. But as I've said countless times, he won it in July. It's, as I look at my watch right here, September, October, November, December, January, February, March, April, May, June. J He's got 10 months. What's the hurry? You'll all be vaccinated by the time this guy has to cash this thing in. Biding their time. You think these, I mean this in the nicest way possible. You think the 74-year-old guy, actually might be 75 now. You think he has any idea when Otis is cashing in this briefcase? Or if he is? Of course not. <laughs> he has no clue. And if the day comes where he realizes, why, then someone will beat him for the briefcase or something wacky or he'll cash in and fail. There ain't no hurry, dude. Crying out loud. Remember a couple of years ago when the story came out about, like, I forget who it was. It must have been an ex-writer or something. Sandow. It was about they being put the, a... They put the thing on Sandow with no plans to ever make him the champion. It was just they needed a body to win. There is no long-term planning, everybody. What was the story about? They for, Was it on him when they forgot about it and they forgot who had it? <laughs> it's like where it's, as far as how it plays into the story and they were running out of time. I can't, I can't remember, but it's, you know... Completely ridiculous. I remember, yeah, the thing was Sandow and Cody. I think it was Sandow and Cody were fighting over him, weren't they? I think I remember this. Come on. Uh. I've been I've been conditioned to remember nothing because it's it's painful to do so. Plus, nothing matters anyway. You're not rewarded for remembering anything. You're not, you know, there's no, you don't get anything for that. It just, yeah, which is amazing when they bitch about people with long term storytelling. The fans, the fans can't handle long term storytelling. That would that would be all your own hand. And the fact that you're not even doing it. Massachusetts, you're on the air. What's up? Bro, now you're on the air. What's going on? Hey, what's up, Brian? What's up, Mike? Shout out to the Twitch chat. Um, I just had a question. Um, So I think you mentioned that Angel Garza was actually injured during the tag match. Yes. Um. Okay, so do you honestly think at this point a draft could save the tag division? And not to mention, too. Bro, I hold on a second, that... buddy. Wait a second. Oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Hold on. There's like five teams across two brands. So how in the world is a draft going to save the tag team division? We're going to go from two teams on one show and three teams on the other show to two teams on one show and three teams on the other show. Oh, how how in the world is, how will this save the tag I, no, division? I, 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 I agree with you. I agree with you. Know you know will save the tag division, my friend? More tag teams that don't break up. Yeah. Maybe that's how they can draft them. Like two, the, the two people, like Shorty G and somebody gets randomly drafted. Now you're They're drafted to another show as a team? Well, it's, like, it's like Bill Watts like pulling people out of Memphis. Like, okay, I want Condry, I want Eaton, I want Cornette. Okay, now you're the Midnight Express. Go. Oh, man, I was going to let that guy keep going, but he hung up. Oh. I wanted, on, to, hear, I wanted to hear more about his theory. Asshole. Uh, Mike. hole. That's what they, they call themselves. Something in the chat right there. That's what he said. Fellow asshole. I'm disgusted. Stop it. Vermont, you're on the air. What's going on? Don't hang up on me till I hang up on you. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I won't. Hey, guys. Shout out to the, the Twitch homies. Uh, you guys are calling for some G1 talk today, and I'll keep it close. Uh, keep it quick because I know it's the end of the show here. Uh, favorite match so far, and um, who do you think is going to win at this point? I know that your pick could probably change uh, by the end of the week. Mm. Uh, thanks for taking my call. All right, I'm going to hang up on you now, so now you can hang up. Well, favorite match? I don't know what my favorite match is. Like, I'm not one of those guys where 
If I see eight grade matches, I have to pick the absolute greatest of the eight grade matches. But I could tell you that I've seen a lot of grade matches in the G1. And I may be in the minority here, but I thought that the Ishii Ibushi match, I enjoyed that match. I personally enjoyed it better than Osprey versus Shingo. Although Osprey versus Shingo was a really, 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 really awesome match. But as far as like my kind of wrestling, what I want to see, two dudes wailing on each other, that was Ishii and Ibushi. Well, good for you. Look excellent, you. excellent input, Mr. G1 here, Mike. Are you keeping up with it? Answer his question. What was your favorite match? Probably that one. <laughs> Probably that one. I got to be honest. I liked, in some ways, I liked Jay White and Ibushi for what it was, although, again, it wasn't a, a classic match or anything like that. But I'd, I'd probably say Ibushi and Ishii so far. But there have been, again, with the G1, I'm going to say they're not all winners, but they're damn close to it. So no need to, to try to shuffle through and try to pick one. It's just they're all pretty good. A coward never called in. Back in a moment, it was over live. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin. UVB rays burn. And both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-516-2499-800-516-2499-800-516-2499. Again, that's 800-516-2499. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. 
Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. It's amazing that everyone talks tough on the internet until I open up those screener-free open phone lines. Mm -hmm. And then they don't call in. Cowards. Disgusted. You know who's not a coward? Denise Salcedo, who is going to be on this program tomorrow. Talking about her new role here at the at the mighty F4W Empire. Classes join up. She goes out there and she gives her opinion. Mm-hmm. She deals with the consequences. Mm-hmm. Just like I do. Yeah. Just like Mike does. Not mm-hmm. well, but he does. I do, bastards. Sorry. Hey, we got a lot of stuff coming up today. Another Another tough guy. Filthy Tom Lawler is going to be on the show this afternoon. I know him. We're we'll going to be talking about the SmackDown show. I don't know why, because the pay-per-view already took place. We'll talk about it anyway, because that's our job. And also, the New Japan Strong, which has been a little bit lost in the shuffle with the G1. But we shall talk about that today as well. they got their own tournament going on. Lots of exciting stuff. And also, pleased to announce that this coming Friday here on this program, Colt Cabana is going to be joining the show. Colt Cabana, perhaps. We'll see who shows up. He's going to be on the program on Friday. It's going to be very exciting. So lots of big things coming up. You can always head to WrestlingObserver.com for more. Got all sorts of great services if you love this show. We got the Twitch homies, twitch.tv slash F4W video. We've got video.f4wonline.com, which is through YouTube. A full archive of video shows there. And, of course, for everything audio and newsletter-wise, WrestlingObserver.com. Every single show we've done dating back to 2005 is there at WrestlingObserver.com. 12,000 shows in the archives. Thousands of observers, figure fours, all sorts of great stuff. Sign up to one or all, everyone. And I want to thank you all. We'll talk to you again next time, Wrestling Observer Live.